Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is a Star Wars episode, a big one, I think. I'm here with Matt Razor. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? Matt Razor. I'm just going (laughs) to keep saying your name in full because that's what happens in this issue, and it's a bit heavy-handed. We're talking about the Star Wars Hidden Empire number two, the Dawn Fleet, and There's things in this issue that drive me nuts, but they drive me nuts not just because it's a Star Wars issue. It's just comic-wise stuff that really feels forced. Things are like, hey, I'm going to make sure I tip my hand before things happen. All this Mm -hmm. stuff going down that ends up where we go and it made me think about this hidden empire and what are we doing here? We're getting close to Return of the Jedi. There's one thing that I didn't see in Return of the Jedi, the movie, and that is Kira. There's no mention, and she is kind of tied in. I mean, we talked about it before. You could just say that she was off doing her thing. I mean, it's a huge galaxy. We talked about the idea of how long do the events of the Return of the Jedi last and what's involved. And so you could have her off, but I'm thinking now that they want to put her away for a while, mm-hmm. maybe not kill her off because she's a popular character, but in a way that you'll be able to have her anytime you want, no matter what. And I think that that's what's going to happen. We'll talk about it as we go in. But again, there's things that Charles Sewell does in this where almost retroactively trying to make things that seemed really sus last issue, not as sus. We'll get that right <laughs> away. We end up where we'll talk about when we begin this, The idea of the archivist and this, you know, telling the tale, you know, this whole bookends thing of Lady Kira thought that she was on top of everything, but didn't realize, like, why is that the case? And who are these people that are listening? And I think this all ties into things. And I, who are these people? I'll do my (laughs) Seinfeld there. But this is the Hidden Empire number two, as we said, written by Charles Soar, by Stephen Cummings, inks by Victor Alzaba. Colored by Guru FX and lettered by VCs Travis Lanham. And I do like the art a lot. I think that yeah. the art is pretty good. Uh, here is the recap. Dreaming of a freer galaxy, Lady Kira and her organization Crimson Dawn have waged a secret war against the Empire. Kira activated operatives across the galaxy to cause havoc and distract the Emperor while she sought a power capable of disposing the Sith Lord. Now, I'm going to probably stop a couple of times in this recap. First off, you didn't need to do anything with your operative. If you do, if if your main plan is for Mata Cage, an ancient Sith, you, you could do that on the side, undercover, without, you know, poking the hornet's nest that would cause you more trouble. Yeah, you exactly. just could end up, if your whole play is not taking, she says, I'm not trying to take down the Empire. She says it in this issue. I'm just trying to take down the Sith. Well, why did you activate those operatives? Because what you did was sign their death warrant, which we start <laughs> right away with, again, Trying to retroactively say that she didn't. But Kira learned the means of prevailing against the Sith from her predecessor, Maul. His teachings led her to the Fermata Cage, an artifact that sealed away an ancient Sith Lord suspended in time. Kira tasked the archivist with freeing the Sith to serve as a weapon against the Emperor. Now I will stop again and ask why the hell would you ask the archivist who seems to know nothing about anything? She doesn't know anything about this Fermata Cage. You have Kofan Ferris here. That is pretty much doing all the legwork and the heavy work. Why didn't you go and get some other people before you let you get yeah. to this point again? She activates the sleeper agent, which pretty much sets the timer or at least a target on her 
and the Crimson Dawn. In the meantime, she never figured out the Fermata Cage. Why would you do this without knowing that you can do the Fermata Cage? You, you figured could that have out tested first. this. You could have figured this out forever. I mean, as long as you wanted to, and then do it, then activate it. And and it's funny too, just as an aside, it's just something that just <laughs> flashed in my mind. The idea where what do you think? Do you think that the Return of the Jedi, let's say that we're five months away from the Return of the Jedi move. Sounds about right. Yep. All she has to do is sit tight for five months and a week. Both of those Sith will be dead. They're going to die in Return <laughs> of the Jedi. They're, they'll be done. Like the idea that she's trying to do this desperately. And now they're you know, Charles Soule and the rest of the writers are on a time thing and they're presser time. It's going to happen anyway, and that's the funniest thing, that pretty much her big dream will happen without yep. her, <laughs> but maybe she'll find out. I mean, maybe. hindsight is twenty twenty. I guess yeah, you don't know Yeah, it's just, though, but why activate <laughs> anybody, especially, like I said, you, and she has come off as this kind of, hey, I'm going to smile at you, but talk out the other side of my mouth, swarmy type of lady who will use people, but I don't really like that she activates people. And really didn't have the plan set. You know, Mm -hmm. the the Ocean's Eleven plan is only at Ocean's One at this point, and they're already in the bank. And, Mm -hmm. oh, I I really didn't figure this out yet. We didn't get the driver or the safe cracker yet. Why are we here? (laughs) Where's the little guy? Yeah, where is he? Kira's smokescreen bought her time. But why? You didn't need to buy time, but she has earned the Emperor's undivided attention and perhaps seeking to eradicate Crimson Dawn. The Emperor ordered the destruction of their flagship, the Vermilion, which again was a dupe, but she let people that we talked about it. Were there just robots on that ship? Everybody's dead. I mean, 90% of them. She doesn't even care. She seems to think that this is something that wouldn't have happened. She <laughs> knows damn well it would. Kira escaped aboard Chanachah's ship yet urgently needs the archivist to complete her work. Yeah. The disturbance in the force caused by the artifact serves as a beacon to Kira's enemies and Crimson Dawn cannot hide forever. Well, in this, it's fine, because she basically says to Cadalia, Crimson Dawn's done, and I don't really care. I, they served its purpose. And I'm like, this whole, this whole thing is falling apart. And the idea of the, uh, that you can't, you can have it continue. We talked about this. What is going to continue during Return of the Jedi? Again, you can go off, and we thought it would have been maybe one of those, like, oh, my God, uh, you know, I'm going to go into hiding. You'll see me again. Mm-hmm. I think that what we're getting, and especially in this issue, and I said to you before we started recording, you're really pressing in each issue the explanation of what the Fermata Cage does. And it's fine to say, oh, no, there's the Sith Lord that's going to – now, the, the whole play of this is not really centering a lot as as much on the Sith Lord as it is the idea that you could grab somebody and put them in the Fermata cage and they are in like a phantom zone. They're there and they don't age. They can be there forever and you can pull them out in whatever at any point. And all I think now is at the beginning, again, I said we'll, we'll talk about this. You have two hooded figures mm-hmm. and they're listening to the archivist. It might be a recording. It seems like it is, but we may end up finding out, no, it's it's direct talk somehow, whatever. But you're not showing who these people are because it's going to be somebody, I think, that is known. Like, are we there flashing ahead and it's Kylo Ren? 
Is it Ray? Is it mm-hmm. something like that? Who knows? But it seems like it's going to be somebody. And I think what they're doing, it might even be Afro later on. I, I don't know. Could be Luke. Afro, I think, yeah, I think it's somebody who is trying to find Kira, but in a way that I didn't think before. I think at the end of this, somehow Kira gets in the Fermata cage that you end up taking her out of the equation. But you don't kill her. It's the perfect solution. If they if they don't do it, I'll be real. Like, why wouldn't you? Because people like Kira. And if you put her in the Fermata cage, she could pop up at any time. Yep. You could have this a million years from now and Kira could come out. And now you end up, oh, I'm back. Crimson Dawn. Uh, in the meantime, I do think that what you're getting is Cadelia being set up to continue on with the, you know, her being this crime boss, unite the deal. United as the Crimson Dawn again I think that she's going to end up being The next leader of the Crimson Dawn In a way of I'm going to avenge you Kira This might even be Cadelia And somebody else in this trying to find her But I think that that's what the whole play is I think, the, I think you're spot this, on with that The Fermata Cage came out of nowhere Like we were going through all this and all of a sudden It's such a stupid name You end up where it just <laughs> is there and you're like Okay that makes sense but we know that Darth and the Emperor they're not going to end up dead. We know that there's not another Sith running around during Return of the Jedi. So what else could it be? I think it's just a way to put Kira away and disappear. And you could make Kira like it's like a snap of a finger. She's gone. And then she already says now what would happen. Oh, the Crimson Dawn. Well, they're already decimated, she says. And so at the beginning, you start out. And this is where I said that things really seem forced. We had a problem where Kira looked like and she's the bad gal but she ended up all those people on the vermilion oh my god you you set them up to die i mean you're supposed to be on that ship you got out but everybody else is left behind and we said maybe it's automated maybe you end up and even the play where you could have had it where because she says oh my god they're shooting the escape pods all you have to do is say well we had that set up the escape pods jettison As part of this whole deal, I have to pretend I'm dead. I don't want them to think I'm alive, whatnot. But, you know, here we go. And so she ends up, though, oh, no, my people, they're murdering my people, bastards, and ends up hitting the table. I'm like, are you just playing this up for Chanis Cha, who's there? Because I swear (laughs) to God, it is like the, hey, stop, wait, don't go. It's it's Willy Wonka. It's the whole deal. Like, "Eh." But you can play that up as her being just completely evil or crazy because you have charles sewer i think that retroactively said oh my god that really looked bad i better have this scene two panels later kira's smiling away she's all there because now we move on and that's done now we have to go and <laughs> i hate in books where and i said don't you hate it matthew razor like i i hate where a character yes, ends up and when you end up saying a name in full and it's in bold And you have a word bubble that is the bold name, then the group that they're in is in bold, then there's shit. It's so obvious that you're pointing out, wink, wink, this character's really going to be important in this issue for a reason. I'm not going to explain here, but I want you to go look it up. Just use an editor's note. Just have, you know, something where Kira says, hey, hey, Chanith, you know, we're going to take down Darth, and I know you and the orphans really want to do that. And then Chad is, I know, I wanted to kill him. Boom. Editor's note, see Darth Vader 2017 issue, whatever. You know, yeah. because I would have went back Cha, and read it. Chanacha is part. And that's 
really the bad play is that you you don't know that you like you should go back and read it if you're enjoying this and want to know what Chanath Cha is all about. But without an editor's note, you don't know. You have to guide people. Don't just put it in bold because at the end, I mean, I'm telling you, you have the same thing as I did at the end because things go by so quick here. You don't have an editor's note, whatever. At the end, I, it took me a second to realize what was going on and who had shown. Oh, that's Chanath mm-hmm. Cha who showed up. All right. But even then, you're like, really? What are they doing if That's you don't know? <laughs> and here's the thing. Chanath Cha and the orphans, they're the orphans because Darth Vader killed their parents. That is what brought them together as a group. So they're going off. Now, in the meantime, Kira sending them to their death because th- it doesn't make them any better because they're pissed off at Darth Half the galaxy's pissed off at Darth Vader. Seriously. So it's just like, all right, here we go. But again, she's just using people. Trust me. Lady Bright at least was like, that does not compute. I don't know. And so we go off. And I'm telling you, I was dead. I don't know if people would know this by now. I was down on this issue. And I'm starting yeah. to get that feeling where me and you, the were the, the bounty hunters, we were so excited for. And then it came and it was a dud. I mean, I don't see many people saying that it was, you know, really hit all. You ended up having a thing that just meandered about. and We didn't even know what we were really getting and not getting. Mm-hmm. And then by the end, you're like, all right, well, it's Crimson Dawn stuff. So we continued the Crimson Dawn stuff. Now you're like, oh, man, this must be like the final deal of the Crimson Dawn and Kira. We got to. And it's like, why are you just doing the same things over and over? The idea of this for Mata Cage. You're just going to do the same thing you did last issue again and then have Darth show up. I mean, that's not that exciting. But even before that, I get mad because Kira, she's there with the orphans. Hey, you know, I got these coordinates and I have safe houses. Oh, what are you talking about safe houses? I do like the line when they're like, we don't have any readings. Yeah, that's why it's called a safe house, dummy. But they end up <laughs> going into a waterfall, right? So I they love go when in. things fly through waterfalls. I, I love like it, it too. That's awesome. They go in there. You have this whole setup. Okay, that looks cool. You, you do play out the idea. Well, this isn't going to be enough, but it's a start. It's a lot, whatnot. but it's not but enough. You have Chanath Shah's like, oh, my God, there's a lot here. This is pretty cool. In in one page to the next, and actually not even that, I believe it's just a full spread page. You end up, hey, crime pays, right? Okay, you got a lot of money. We know that. You know, Crimson Dawn has their thumbs in all the pies. But then says, but most bosses put their money into flash and waste. I didn't. Every credit I spent was with a purpose. And then just two panels later, man, this is pretty fancy. And then Kira goes, yeah, I know. Style is important. So, so you did go with the flash. She put you the, just the substance, told us yeah. a, a thing before. And you know what? The <laughs> idea, there is a purpose with that. When she ends up saying that crime bosses go with flash, and it's it's not anything that's worth it. It is worth it because you know what that does? It makes you seem bigger. It, it is the idea if I'm a crime boss and I'm going around in some fancy car and I have all these people, I'm doing that so that people respect me and even say, like, man, that guy's a big deal. He's better than the other guy. He's better than this and that gal and whatnot. So she then says style is important because of that. But yet a panel before said that she didn't do that. And this is where I, I get that's such a, a minor thing, but it isn't because this whole play here, <laughs> I want better than this. I, I want to have this story be like, oh, my God, this is the greatest. And even having 
Kofan Ferris in this book. That's cool because it makes the other books in Afra specifically feel bigger than. So Kofan, but this doesn't, it, this feels like Kofan Ferris times 20. All of a sudden, Kofan Ferris, they're the ones that ended up building all this tech. I know that Kofan Ferris has been researching, you know, the whole deal with the Ascendant. The problem that Charles Sewell seems to be having is we don't need the Ascendant here. That's kind of pushed aside. We mm-hmm. need the dark side and we need this whole Fermata cage. And I thought that whole thing, even with the deal in the middle, I thought that that was all the Fermata cage. <laughs> so that I built all this and, and is lecturing the, the archivist. archivist. And yeah. I said, the archivist comes off as knowing nothing, nothing at all. And the idea that they ended up pretty much letting the, the Knights of Wren leave. Now, in story, they couldn't really do much about it. You ended up having Knights of Ren. We're out. This is bull crap. We're out. And then I start thinking, like, why is that? Because Charles Sewell, though, doing that, it, it just, why have them in the first place? Because you, you show here and say you didn't need them. So when you, you get rid of them, because they can't die, and, and things are <laughs> going to go really bad. And at the end of this, if the Knights of Ren are there, maybe they come back. I don't know. Maybe. But if they're there, they are legitimately fighting Darth Vader. They're going against Darth Vader. Darth Vader is going to come down. And I guess that Charles didn't want that. So you have to go with this nonsense. So you end up Kofan Ferris. I'm out. This is ridiculous. You know, I build all this, but this isn't going anywhere. It's too much risk. Yeah, I got to get out of here. They also spell out not only is every time they try to activate, because again, they're testing it now. You know, oh, let's say, but they even, you know, allude to the deal. Darth Vader says it later as well. If this works, they're dead. This Sith Lord is going to come out and kill them. They they say it. We're going to end up dead anyway. Yep. Why do it? I mean, get the hell out of there. Just disappear. I mean, Kira, whatever. I'm out of here. But Kofan Ferris, I'm out. I'm going to go with Sonostaros in bold. <laughs> so, you So then you end up where the archivist is there. Now, the archivist, I'm telling you, I don't want to be mean, but I don't think the archivist has taken a shower in at least 10 years. Yeah, I mean, it really looks like mangy. really bad. I mean, yeah. really bad. And I knew some people just as an aside. <laughs> the problem is anybody that has dreadlocks, if you end up, to, you can't wash them all the time. You really can't it, because it, it messes. I knew a girl in college that had like really cool dreadlocks. Actually, remember how Lenny Kravitz dreadlocks were mm-hmm. like, real thing? Like had that and couldn't wash them a lot. So yeah, you can't. I'm telling the archivist stinks. I mean, really. And the big play here is, <laughs> wait a minute. Don't leave, Kofan Ferris. I got this smelly-ass rag of a robe here. Here, you can have it. Oh, tattered. what is that? Why do I need your rag? Oh, no, no. You know, you're really into Ascendant stuff, but this is a dark side robe that I got from Kira that's from Lady Shaw, the terrifying Sith. Oh, okay. I'm like, really? Be like, I'm telling you, I'm hey, I'm out of here, Matt. I'm not doing this. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Here's my Fran Tarkenton jersey. I'm like, really? What do I need that for? Get out of here. Here's, hey, one, of, here's one of Jim's uh, smelly hoodies. You can wear yeah, that. Yeah, here's my hoodie. I give it to you. <laughs> like, what? I didn't what am I that. doing I with just this? go by the idea of Fran Tarkenton. I'm like, yeah. where do I have a connection with Fran Tarkenton? <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah, it's like I'm there and you're like, here's your Zarly Zlapsky jersey. I'm like, well, he was a penguin. I'll take that. <laughs> Uh, it's just nonsense. So then you go back to Darth and, and the Emperor. We've already had this discussion. 
Hey, uh, did you feel that disturbance? <laughs> Pretty screwed up, right? I, I just want them to talk like right, they close the doors and they're together and they're just talking like regular guys, like hanging out. Like, yeah. yeah, man, pretty messed up there, Emperor. He's like, I know it's pretty possible that this might happen. Who really? Well, th- there weren't any dead bodies, so I think we're safe for now. I know, but you know what they say about that Fermata cage? And then he starts <laughs> explaining it again to Darth. What does Darth care? Just tell him to go where these coordinates are the next time. He's like, you know that that cage ends up sealing people away for a while. Really? Like a while? Like they could just pop up anytime? Yep, that's what I heard. Like, get out of town. <laughs> and yeah, the whole play is, you know, hey, this will bring everything down. We built this together. I think Darth is like, I don't know about this we part. You're pretty mean to me. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of upset about it. And I got a son. And I think I might go against you in about five months in a week. I think there might be some problems. But <laughs> you end up where you, you see the emperor. It is funny because I do think that in these books and right here, it really plays up that abusive relationship pretty well. The idea of, oh, you're a piece of crap, Darth, until there's problems. Until the Emperor realizes this might cause something and he needs Vader, now he's all chummy with him. Hey, buddy, what are you doing this weekend? Come over to my house. We'll have a barbecue. (laughs) And he's like, all right, well, get on it. And they're just waiting. They're waiting for the next time that it activates here. And it happens then. It, It just goes on. And this one you end up seeing as it goes boom, you end up having Luke, Yoda, the Emperor, and Darth seem to sense it now this is a little different is this going to play out because before it was in the dark side of the force yeah now i can imagine that you would have luke is because luke's kind of in that crossroads that he might feel it and this might lead him whatever but yoda you know is it now the full force that it is disturbing or yoda's tapping into things whatnot but you end up having that I I would have liked the idea where there's Yoda. He feels it. He ages a little bit. That's why he dies later. But he's an old man already. <laughs> he's an old Yoda already. And yeah, they they seem to, uh, you know, tap into it again. Really big now. If, if Luke and Yoda are, and I hope that's not just a hey, just throw those in there. I hope that that means something that they're really hitting it now. But it doesn't matter because the Emperor is there to choke them out. He can now sense it, and he's going through this to now sense where they are and start to choke them out. In Was that my the Emperor mind, choking them out, you think? That's what it looks like. He's like, yes, yes, I can sense you. And they start yelling. It's a vortex. I'm thinking that maybe it's him doing that because he's reaching his hand out. That's how it mm-hmm. played out to me. But the problem I have is if it is, they're dead. There's no way he's pretending or messing around. I think he'd kill him. And even then, she, Kofun Ferris, they use the force, or at least their fake force, to end up turn flipping the switch again and turn it off. And then, you know, the Emperor, I have them, Lord Vader, go. And I mean, I'm telling you, when you, he doesn't even wait to say how high when he says jump, because Darth Vader gets there in 30 seconds. Yeah. I mean, he that. is there. And I know you have light speed and whatnot, but every other time we see it, you got to. Hey, we're going to put in the coordinates. I love it where Darth is like, let's go. And the one guy there working the control, yeah, it'd be real fun to go into a sun like you ended up how Han was yelling at Luke <laughs> earlier in the Star Wars. But you end up where, okay, let's go back to Kira. I mean, stuff's going bad. I mean, everything, oh, she's there. And you have that, it threw me out. 
you're here sipping your tea. I'm like, come on. She's got a butler droid working on her, helping her out. Tadalia comes out and like, hey, you're here sipping your tea. I'm like, why not even dress her up like freaking Kermit the Frog if you're going to play this nonsense? But yeah, oh, it's fine. This is the plan, Kadalia. What? A plan? Like, this can't be a plan. Look at me. I got my headband on. I'm a spunky little kid who wants to know what's happening. Well, what's (laughs) happening there is that you're my last hope with a little smile there and a wink, wink. You're going to be the future. And by the way, it better be quick because I don't think I'm going to be long for this here deal. But yeah, that's the setup. There it is. Is that Kadalia? Oh, man, she said I was the hope. I'm going to end up bringing the Crimson Dawn back later. You know, in the deal and maybe even be the yeah. one seeking her out to try to catch or whatnot. Uh, but you end up where Darth Vader's there. He's at the planet and you end up where, again, Kira keeps getting these messages from, you know, the archivist. Hey, what's going on at one point earlier? You even have that crazy deal. Hey, uh, Kira, it's me, the archivist. What's happening? Oh, nothing. I just talked to the emperor, you know, like. That whole play <laughs> that I did this while I talked Why? to him. And I, I told him our whole plan. I told him <laughs> to bring about this. I'm, what? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? And freaks out. That's when you ended up where that was when Kofan <laughs> Ferris, you know, smart, says, I'm out of here. I- I'm gone. But and then, hey, how's it going there? Uh, well, we're, we're in a bit of a trouble, thanks to you, Kira, because we tried to use it again. It worked okay. Not fully, but yeah, Darth Vader's here. He's mm-hmm. going to kill us. And you have Kira. Oh, I figured that. Um, you figured that. If you figured that, then tell them not to st- go somewhere else. Make some sort. Try to figure out a dupe. Try to make something where you, you have some other way to. Oh, my God, there's a disturbance here. But you're I, I don't know. But she doesn't just, care if they die. I no. Just, and, and she only cares. But if they die, then this whole thing's done. And yeah, it's true. In my mind, you don't want you want to bring down the Sith and you're almost handing them the Fermata cage. That is this big artifact that you want to use. So Darth is there. And I only think they're going to get that. And that's how you're going to end up where you have to get somehow that Kira gets put in this. And it again, if you do end up having Darth at this point, maybe he doesn't get it yet. But if the Emperor gets his hands on it and then has Kira, I think that he's got that irony deal where he'll put her in just because you were trying to do this. Well, have fun. In there with the Sith yourself and throw it in there. Oh, and that's yeah. what she'll be implotting with this damn. I don't know <laughs> if they can interact in there, have a party. I just nonsense. So you end up where the, okay, I have a plan. Don't worry, the plan's in effect. Here we go. And Darth comes down and he ends up ripping this, you know, I guess they're in a storage container and he's not going to open it. He rips the one deal off, boom. And then they're there. And I thought, was this the plan? Was, was this something where, listen, you know, after that communication, she said to them, you pretend that you're caught, but we'll do this. We'll do that because it felt so weird. It felt like this was bad acting going on because there's Kofan Ferris. We submit. We submit the archivist who is, you know, the somebody called the archivist. I'm thinking has a lot of knowledge, at least of what's going on, whatnot. You have Kofan Ferris. Don't you know who this is? It's Darth Vader. At least the archivist goes, yeah, he's a Sith. No, he's Darth Vader. You know, <laughs> the, the idea in this time frame that you just say, oh, I Everybody think I recognize knows. him. I think he's a Sith. No, no, no. It, it's again, it again, going with sports. I'm there and I see some guy. Me and you go to this dinner and we're, we're next to somebody. You know, we're out for dinner. We're at McDonald's. Guy now, and you're like, 
oh my god and the guy like bumps into me and i go yo buddy what the heck's going on and it's tom brady and you go don't you know who that is i go yeah it's just some guy i think he might play a sport no 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 (laughs) tom brady oh stupid well it's like it's like if you were in this empire you would go into any building and you'd have the a picture of the emperor at the top and right underneath it would be darth darth employee of the month (laughs) <laughs> so that's what you have every time It's like, man, that guy always gets employed the month. Emperor and that's be smiling why, That's why you see that cool TIE fighter It's always got in that good parking spot Because it's the yeah. employee of the month parking spot And then you have some guys like Listen, I'm trying my hardest This is rigged This whole deal is rigged And then one month out of like three years Ochi gets it And then everybody <laughs> loses their mind They're like, really? Ochi? Seriously, but Nepotism. yeah, Darth Vader is gonna attack, and at that again, choking people out, but never killing them like he usually does. He's like he's got the long con deal of the <laughs> choking out, and all of a sudden, somebody yells from behind, "Vader!" And you look, and it's Chana Cha and the orphans, including Lady Bright, and you know everybody else. I, I do think that you said. The one looks like it's a Robbie Reyes knockoff in the store. Was, I, I just think that she ended up pimping her armor and ends <laughs> up with those flames. I mean, who thought that was cool? I could imagine her. She comes out. She's like, hey, everybody, look at him, look at me. I'm like, really? Like, what are you doing? I'm like, really? She got flames on you? Holy crap. But you end up where they're like, hey, and there's Chanel Chow goes, don't you know who I am? What you mean to me? No. Again, and no. Darth is there. and. I will give them the deal in the art where he it's so fun. Like I said before, they are able if you're a good artist, you are able to actually give some sort of expression to a mask that shouldn't. He does look surprised. <laughs> I mean, that deal, the way they played. Oh, it, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, right he there, does yep. look actually surprised. Like, oh. like, what? Like, and then she's like, yo, you know, I am what you mean to me. Oh, oh, yeah, you're the girl who I killed her parents and said never to come after me or I'd kill you. Okay, well, game's on. And again, I end up, if I go against and I'm, I'm not really, you know, an avid UFC guy. I, I don't know who the current champ mm-hmm. is, but whoever it is at any point, I could be mad at that guy. He's going to kill me. I, I, <laughs> I go like, oh, you know what? Like maybe that guy ended up smacking my wife. I'd be mad. I probably may try to fight him. I'm dead. I'm complete. And I'm not saying that that would ever happen, but I'm saying I'd be dead. Yeah, you got no, you're no choice. If that guy killed my parents. I mean, this is, you know, I guess that I would say Chanath Shah is a little bit better, you know, equipped than me. I'd maybe be able to do something. But if Darth Vader killed my parents, first off, after I thank him, I might end up like, (laughs) hey, you know, you're kind of dissing me. And then we start fighting uh, like people do. I'd be dead. It doesn't matter how upset I am. It doesn't you matter really- if I'm, you know, been thinking all my life. I mean, you know, this isn't, you know, crazy deal like that. And he well, ends you would up say, saying, hey, thanks. Thanks for killing my parents. But uh, you forgot my brother. Yeah, really. And I'm like, and he's like <laughs> your brother will live. And I'm like, now we're fighting. <laughs> Them fighting words, Dar. He's like, your, your rest of your family live. I'm like, no, no, no. You better finish the job or we're fighting. <laughs> yeah, and, and again, at the end, it's like, it's not Princess Bride where, you know, your whole life you're thinking, I'm going to avenge this, I'm going to avenge this. I know what I'm going to say. And that really matters anything. And yeah, you know who I am? Yeah, yeah. And Darth says, you are dead. And and actually, Darth, in my mind, I, this gets to, I don't know why, it seems too wordy 
a bit like he says, you are dead and I am your death. I just think that at points they, hey, you do you know what who I am and what you mean to me? No, I, I, you mean nothing to me and you're dead, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there you go. So you end up having Darth Vader against the orphans. I think that they're going to get away somehow. And that will at least allow Tophan Ferris and the Archivist to skedaddle. They'll, they'll use this as a distraction and get out of the way. But again, I love the idea that Kira sent them. And the orphans, this is what they want. They want to go after Darth, but they're just a distraction, really. The most important thing is the Fermata Cage. Maybe this is where Kofan and the Archivist at this point grab it and run. I don't know, but it's kind of silly. It's kind of silly to think that this is going to be any sort of problem for Darth Vader. And we know it won't. I mean, that's the, it, it always is, you know, the elephant in the room that nothing could happen to Darth Vader. So anybody who goes against him, either he's going to kill them or they're just going to kind of, you know, go their separate ways after a battle, which seems to be the case for most of the time now. But. At the end, I still think that Kira gets put away. Gedalia ends up just running or saying she's going to run the Crimson Dawn later. And she, mm-hmm. every time I do it, I shake my fist because it's like, I'll get you. I'll become the Crimson Dawn. And then we'll just get to Return of the Jedi. And I think at this point, most of the books, me and you have agreed that we kind of want to get to the next phase of these books. We kind of want to get done this phase, go into what might be after the Return of the Jedi. I, I'm now excited to see something with that and go forward with that, where you have a lot of room then. You know, you have a lot of room. And the way that they're doing this new canon, there's a lot of things that I want to see, a lot of things that I want to see how they evolve and go from there. At this point, you're just heading towards Return of the Jedi and we're getting close. But after all that crap talking, what would you give this? Ah. Uh, uh. Kiss my grit six on this. Yeah, bad I think boy, I'm I a think. six as well. I mean, I Kiss I, my I sound real negative, but I still like some of the things. It's just it's clunky. And Charles Sewell, I don't know. Sometimes he writes like this. Sometimes he he seems like he's more on the technical side of things than actually creative. And he's having some problems, I think, with with the story and how it's being presented. He's very ham fisted. A lot of things, including that ham fist of bastards. You killed my people, the people mm-hmm. you set up. It always seems like Kira ends up after the fact saying, well, that was my plan, but not really. And I didn't want that to happen. But no, you did. You knew this. When this plan came about and you're sitting with everybody in the Vermeil and you go, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to pretend that I'm here so that the ship gets blown up. I'm going to be out, though. You guys, though, it's got to be accurate. You guys, I hope you escape. All right. Like at that point, somebody's like, "Uh, I don't know that this is a great plan. (laughs) Like, what if we don't escape? Well, no, I think you will. Well, what happens if they start? What happens if they start shooting at the escape pods? Oh, they've never done that. We've seen them do that so many times. This is what the Empire does. I mean, Mm -hmm. the only one they never shot at was the one that they should have with C-3PO and R2-D2 because there was no life forms and they were saving up their deal. So you end up where, no, they always do. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. The only play is that they do think she's dead, I think, as far as. Yeah, that's that's it, it worked out that way. I'm telling you, if I'm in one of these escape pods and I see the rest getting hit, I'm hitting the comm. Hey, by the way, Kira's alive. Ah, yeah, I end up yeah, dying. Right <laughs> I'm like, you know, Porkins Jr. Ah, start yelling and blow up. I'm like, I don't know. It, it's just, 
it's another disappointing deal that I it, it should be elevating everything, and it just kind of seems. And the idea of this for Modicades, I don't know. It's not interesting. It really isn't interesting to me. It makes little sense. You're just kind of hocus pocusing it, and now we have it a second time. Let's try it again. Oh no, they mm-hmm. know where we are. Oh, well, you should have worked things out. But overall, we'll see. They could always turn around. I mean, this could be something that gets really good fast, but we'll see. We will see. I'm about to cough now, so I think we have it. You have it worked out. I think it, but it could play out a little differently or completely differently. I don't. And it we'll may. See. And maybe I'm completely wrong, but it does seem like they're really pushing this idea. Listen, get this. You can put somebody in there, and then they're there, and they don't age, and they're there whenever you need. You know, and they keep pointing that out. So it seems like, all right, you know, we get it. We get it, but we'll see. I always laugh whenever there's there's ancient ancient technology that's somehow better than modern technology. Yeah, it's like the best really thing ever. And also never computes. The thing about Star Wars ends up being like magic. You don't have to explain it so much because there's no explanation. Oh yeah, it's, it's a force. It's the force. Mm. It's it's ancient technology that tapped into the dark side and that you get away with stuff that way. So this Fermata cage and things like that and how they are activating it and how they're not activating and how they needed the dark side force, but now they don't. It's just, again, hocus pocus. So. Mm-hmm. And there's Kofan Ferris with big mutton chops for some reason <laughs> in this. I said, like Martin Van Buren, but also that robe on now. Now they're like, hey, look at me. I'm playing the part. Boop. But even before, didn't Kofan Ferris in the Afro book originally came off as almost like a cosplayer? Like, came up as some fan game, you know, I'm yeah. going to do this. I'm going to be this. I want to do that. As almost like a, you felt sorry. Oh, I know you want to be special, but you don't have for Oh, that's cute. Whatever. It now becomes like, oh, my God, like rivaling the anybody. Mm-hmm. It's just nonsense. But and we'll see. We'll see. It's Charles Soule doing his, his best to tie into uh, yeah, Afro nonsense. Yeah, Afro stuff. It's weird. But yeah. That's where they went with. They went full with the Afra. I, I don't get it. He's doing his best. It seems like the least selling book, but there you go. Yeah, yes, yes. So we'll give him some credit. I think the art's real good. But yeah, the, the big reveals will be what they do with that Fermata Cage and also who those robe figures are, you know, learning the past and things like that and how long it is in the future and all that stuff going on. So we'll see. We'll see. They'll be just like, all of a sudden, they'll show their face and it'll be nobody. Like, who are they? And yeah. then we'll find out it's like, you know, Leia's third cousin twice removed or something. <laughs> but who knows? We'll we'll see the deal. But that's that. So everybody, please go over to our Twitter at Weird uh, WS Marvel Comics. I get them all mixed up. Also go to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. Also check out our YouTube page. I actually am making more videos. I made one for the last issue of Darth Vader. So you can go check that out amongst other Marvel stuff and DC. Over at Weird Science Comics You'll be able to find it there And subscribe all that Maybe eventually, you know, we might even do like a live stream Of one of the episodes or something like that That'd be easy enough Be a weird mm-hmm. timing because we do it in the middle of the day Usually on Friday mm-hmm. uh, But hey, some people are up then uh, Or up, some people are home And I, they better be up But Luke Hollywood's the only one who goes to sleep in the afternoon <laughs> And then uh, go to our our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science. Check out a lot of shows, a lot of Marvel stuff, DC, indie, all that stuff, manga as well. So that is that. We're out of here. We're going to go watch some football. We are recording this a couple of days late. I forgot or miss. I, I think I miss 
read what you said. I thought that you were just saying, hey, I'm going to be out, and I thought you were going to be back on Friday. I didn't even realize that we might have set something else up earlier. I, I misread. You're a busy guy. Never this will do. be on the uh, obviously on the feed a little later than usual, but that's that's how we had to do it. So I'm going to edit this right away and put it up, and then hopefully have my Marvel show up tonight as well. So we'll see. Maybe because of this, I'll push that to Monday, give myself a little extra time. But we'll see. We'll see. But thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Matt, for joining me. And we'll talk to you all later. Go read comics. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.